about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to another episode of All In With The Lord. As we begin today's program, I'd like to talk to uh, all of us about who we think we are in the sense of in relationship to the creator of the universe. Do you really believe that you were created by God Almighty himself, the creator who created all that exists? That's what this program is about, helping all of us to come to a deeper understanding of who we really are, not who you were told that you are, not who your family told you that you are, not who your local church might have told you who you are, but who are you really, made by and crafted by the creator of the universe, before the dawn of this planet, before it was made, you were in God. And God had a destiny and a plan for you and I and all of us. And we had only one way to get into this earth. And that way in was being born to a, a mother and having an earth suit built that your spirit could dwell in, and you do dwell in that earth suit. That's where we are. If you're hearing me on this planet, then you are uh, wearing an earth suit. If you're hearing me and you're not on this planet, well, that's even more exciting if people can hear us after they have gone to where we call the heavens and heaven. So, as we begin today's program, I want to address the fact that each one of us made, and you can go read it in Genesis, I've read it a hundred times to you, but I'm just going to speak about it. We are made in the image and the likeness of God. So, if you could stop right there, I could probably do an hour easily just on that. But the point of it is, if we're made just like God in his image and in his likeness, and he put in us all the equipment, listen, God-given equipment. If he put in us the equipment that we need on this earth to operate, and I'm assuming he did, that it's an automatic born into the physical body piece of equipment, pieces of equipment. When you own a computer, a PC, or an, a, a, a tablet, or a laptop, or a cell phone. And I'm sure 
there's no one listening that doesn't at this moment in time at least have a cell phone because you have to be listening to me somehow and chances are you're listening on a computer or on a cell phone or maybe in a radio on in your car but if you own any of those and you look at your laptop and you call it a laptop or you look at your cell phone and you call it where's my phone where's my cell phone where's my cell you don't read off all the pieces of equipment that make that work but I will tell you just off the top of my head without getting too ridiculous all the pieces that are in there first of all there's got to be storage space Somewhere to store your pictures, your data. Oh, I store mine in the cloud. Great. That means you understand how frequency works and how Wi-Fi works and how the invisible world is storing your data in some heavenly place so that you can go get it whenever you want it. Or you can see it on your storage space in your phone or on your computer file or whatever. So the, the laptop or the phone is made up of storage space, which we call hard drives, processors, which keep getting better because that's what makes it faster. How fast is your phone? How fast can you process? Cameras to take pictures. But now we're we're not only looking at 5G for processing, but we're looking at how many pixels for pictures. Now, you can even correct the pictures you took wrong because of all the software. But when you look at your cell, you just say, get my cell. You don't say, get me the item that has the hardware and the processor and has the frequency. Because, I mean, let's face it. If you have a phone, do you, does you turn it off? from your provider every night. I don't mean turn off the phone. I mean disconnect from your provider. Like if your provider's AT&T or, or whatever. I don't even know the ones out there today. So if you disconnect from that provider, you are not getting a frequency to that phone. Therefore, you will receive no data and you will lose your storage in the cloud, if that's where you're storing it, you'll still have it on the phone, but you won't be connected. You won't be connected to the world that you want to be connected to. So you don't ever shut that off. You, you pay a bill every month to make sure that doesn't get shut off. So the equipment in that phone that causes it to do everything you want to do, was put in there by the creator of the phone. Now, there's two kinds of softwares. There's the, everybody always says, well, are you an iPhone user or are you an Android user? What does that mean? Two different operating systems. They accomplish the same mission, but they're operating on different operating systems that were designed by the providers of those phones. So, 
We have two, two different ones that I'm aware of. There's probably a lot more. But let's just go with that. Now we look at us, and you say, oh, it's a man. Well, today that's even tough to say. Is that a man or is that a woman? But you just call it what you see. I just met a nice man or I just met a nice woman. But you don't know all the components that are in and making up what that man or woman are. And you certainly don't know the operating system that they're using just by looking at them. That's why we have to get to know people to think, to find out what they're thinking and what they think is the way the world works to see if we're compatible. So in order to operate in God's kingdom, Really, this is a fact. In order to operate in God's kingdom, the kingdom of God, you've heard that talked about a lot. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So in order to operate in God's kingdom, first of all, you have to know there is one. Then you have to have the equipment to do it. If you have an earth suit, you have all the equipment you need. It's in there. Oh, yeah. See, that's the beautiful thing. God put in you and I every single piece of equipment necessary to accomplish His will for our life. So when you were, when Adam was originally made, all the equipment that Adam needed to, when God said, "Take, I want you to take dominion over the earth, subdue it, and bring it, you know, bring it, uh, make it multiply and, and flourish. All the equipment to do that was already placed in Adam. Okay. So now we know that the equipment is in us, and because that equipment is in us, how does it work? Because along came the serpent, who said, did God really say you'll die if you eat from this fruit, or did he mean you're going to be like us and know everything, the knowledge of good and evil? So the serpent got Eve and Adam <coughs> to learn from it how to change the operating system. The equipment stayed. The equipment was intact. Trust God completely. And understand your equipment works every time when you imagine anything you want and speak it Boom! It materializes. <clears throat> but the moment that Adam began to eat from the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the equipment stayed intact. The equipment still worked, but it was corrupted information 
that started the whole process of, man, I'm naked. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Boy, good thing I ate from that tree. Now I know I got to put clothes on. I know that sounds crazy. But there was no indic- there was no reason for Adam to feel the first time any man probably felt ashamed was right then. Why would he run to make get fig leaves and cover up them both? Ashamed. So now immediately shame and guilt entered. Now, the equipment stayed the same. Let's, let's think about this. Our God-given equipment. What do we have? Like a computer. We have a, a brain. We have a mind that logically processes everything. We also have a spirit. We do. We have a spirit because that's what's keeping the earth suit alive and who you are. And, and your personal identity. But we have a conscious mind. We have an imagination. We're able to see things in our imagination because God put it in there. It's part of our God-given equipment. We have a mouth that speaks. No other living creature on the earth has the ability to speak other than man. That should give you a hint that that ability to speak is a powerful force to be reckoned with. Or everything would speak. Then we have what the Bible calls our heart. It's the core of who we are. It's not our blood pump. It's not the heart that pumps. It's the core, our heart of man, where everything that we process in our mind in our spirit, in our imagination, we determine in our heart if it's true or not. The computer can only operate based on the operating system, and, and God gave you and I the ability <clears throat> to continually change, upgrade, or downgrade our operating system. Now, I'm going to show you how to upgrade it, and I'm going to show you how to downgrade your system. Unfortunately, most people have already been downgraded by the time they get to hear a message like this. So we have the heart. Then we have another part of the being that's always working, always on, and it never shuts off. Just like your cell phone, you don't disconnect it from the source. And that is what science calls it, the subconscious mind. It's a mind that originally was connected to God completely. But it's in us, and the source of that feeding that mind, that subconscious mind, we'll call it, is coming from your heart. So the heart plays an important role. Now, the subconscious mind is an incredible piece of equipment. It's Ability to attract anything you tell it to attract. It connects to the quantum invisible world. Quantum physics, quantum mechanics, quantum everything. It's the invisible world. The world you cannot see. Where the frequency 
for your cell phone is operating, where your Wi-Fi is operating, where your internet speed, if you're connected to a satellite or wireless anywhere, is operating. You can't see it. There is an invisible world. Do you know that? I think you do. In this day and age, I don't think there's a living human being that can't understand there's an invisible world. <clears throat> there are frequencies operating all around us, doing things that you can't see. And the quantum world connected to your subconscious mind is always on, connected, always on. So then, if that's the case, what is it connected to and what is it doing? And the Bible tells us, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. How can God make that statement? I'll tell you how. He put a piece of equipment in you that listens to your heart. Whatever your heart thinks and believes, the sub, that part, you call it subconscious, you can call it whatever you want, the mind of Christ. You call it anything, but it's an operational piece of equipment, and it's connected to your heart, and it doesn't shut off 24-7. It is working every day, 24 hours a day, as long as you're alive. And what is it doing? Attracting bringing to you from the quantum world whatever it is your heart believes. So what do we do? The whole message of the Bible is about renewing our mind, transforming our hearts. Why? Because this thing is working all the time. It's mechanical. It's not shutting down. It doesn't know if you have a sense of humor. doesn't know if you have a sense of humor. God wants to bless you, but our minds say otherwise. Because all of us were brought up by well-meaning parents in a world where everybody wants to be good to us, maybe, maybe not good to us. So all of us are different because we have been programmed in error based on what other people believe. And whoever says to you, you have equipment that's working all the time and never shuts off. <clears throat> and you are the regulator of what it's producing in the quantum world. I'm telling you, if you hear this message and you start to ponder it, put it in the in in, 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 in the back of your mind, just meditate on it, you're going to find out the Holy Spirit will be talking to you because that is a frequency, by the way, connecting with the Holy Spirit in an encrypted, wonderful way is amazing. So, what did I say? We have the mouth that speaks. We have an imagination. Oh, you do. You imagine things all the time. Mostly probably not good. So if fear enters in, you can easily imagine things going wrong, right? 
I mean, let's face it, that's so easy to picture in your mind. That's your imagination. Your mind, your conscious mind, is constantly logging in data based on what your imagination says where to put it. Oh, I believe that. Oh, yeah, look there. That goes there. Oh, I believe that. Log that in there. So you decide what you believe. And you begin to program your conscious mind based on school, teachers, parents, relatives, friends. What they tell you, you process, you picture, it logs it in. And then when you finally say to yourself, yep, that's what I believe, it drops into your heart. There is a part of us, the heart. And once it's in the heart that you say, that's what I believe. That heart is connected to this other piece of equipment called whatever, but for lack of a better word, the subconscious mind or the part that never, ever sleeps. It's on all the time. The reason you don't die when you go to sleep is because that there's a part of the brain, a part of your life that's operating your heart and keeping everything going, putting you in different modes of rest. It operates all the time. So as a man or woman thinketh in their heart, so is he or she. How do you, how, and now what does that mean? It means what we allow into our heart from our mind drops into the heart and the heart and that piece of equipment is going out to get it. Doesn't know if you're kidding or not. It just says that's the order of business. Get me what that is in that heart. And that's why a lot of people don't have what they want. Don't get their prayers answered. I'm going to explain that. If you like science or you like quantum, this is the program. If you hate it, well, I'm going to tell you how it really works. If you don't like it, I just know the Holy Spirit and the Lord. I have been after this for a long time in my life. And the Lord keeps showing me how simple it is, yet how complex the human being is. And if we only knew who we were in Christ. So, then, if this is all true, where do we get the input for this to change our heart? God's Word. There's two, two sources of input. The tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. <clears throat> now, you were born into people who tapped into the knowledge of good and evil, that were still eating from the same tree that Adam ate from. Like a lot of people, and you know, used to say, ah, if Adam wouldn't have eaten from that tree. But you're eating from the same tree unless you have totally shut it down and have only taken God's word as law, as fact. And you take God's word and you put it in to your operating system and it renews your mind, but it has to get from your mind to your heart, and then your life begins to transform or change. So you have God's Word available to you. It's called the Bible, the manufacturer's handbook, 
And beyond that, you have God's Word available. Today, you can go online and you can, you can find great messages on the Word of God and how it works. And it absolutely is fact and it's true. But we have to want to do that. Okay, so let's say you don't do that. That's too much work. Ah, what the heck. What else is there to get information from? Google, the tree of knowledge of good and evil that has been represented by everybody's opinion and what people think apart from God. Unless it's God's Word or someone teaching God's Word, it's not coming from the tree of life. It's coming from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And all this data has been accumulated. All of it's been accumulated. <clears throat> and because it's been accumulated, everybody thinks it's fact. And it doesn't matter. Whatever you think is fact is fact to you. If you believe you're a loser, you will be a loser. Guaranteed, because your subconscious, your heart, believes you're a loser. If you believe you can't get out of the debt that you're in, if you believe that you cannot change, you cannot be helpful to society, or if you believe that you are not worthy, that's a good one for the church, I'm just not worthy. Well, the father of lies got to you too, because God's word says just the opposite. Did you know that? Did you know that you weren't worthy, but you were made worthy, and you are now the righteousness of Christ? Did you know you were co-crucified with him on the cross, and he did it for you, so you don't have to taste death, and you are now in right standing with God? Do you act like that? Do you think like that? Does your life reflect that. All right. What I'm trying to do here is make a point. Look at where you are. We have Satan's lies. He's the father of liars, father of lying. His lies have become fact to certain people's brains. So that fact that they lock in as a fact drops into their heart and they believe it. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And the heart, connected to the subconscious, goes out to create in the quantum world everything you believe. That's why God says anything apart from faith is sin. Why? Because there's only two sources, fear and faith. Faith it pleases God. We're going to talk about that in the second half of the program. Fear is the opposite, because it causes you not to get what God wants you to have. What does God want you to have? Oh, we're going to talk about that when we come back. God wants to bless you. It has been his plan to bless you from day one. He blessed Adam, and Adam walked away from the blessing. Now he wants to bless you. Are you walking away from the blessing? Or are you welcoming God's will into your work, into your world? 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Ask yourself the question, what's it like in heaven? Because that is what we're going to talk about on the second half of this program. Getting you what you really want, not what somebody else told you you think you want. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this brief break. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township, this is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. We're back from that brief break, and that was brief, wasn't it? <clears throat> so, we're talking about your God-given equipment. First of all, the, the real thing we're talking about is how do we get to live in the kingdom of God? Thy kingdom come. Well, come on. What? How do you get into it? We're talking about that. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Now, let's talk about what God's will is. Is his will for you, you have to ask this question, to be broke, busted, sick, and disgusted? Is his will for you to be sick? Is his will for you to suffer? Some people believe that. Some people believe it so much that it manifests in their life in many different ways. God doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't want you to be sick. He doesn't want you to be broke. He doesn't want you to be inferior because you're made in his image. What parent wants their kid to be a dummy? And yet I see Christians walking around like they're in the dark, bumping into walls because they don't know God's will. Well, let me read a few scriptures. Let's talk about it. Philippians 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses... All understanding, the peace of God, to be in the peace of God, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So the peace of God, if you know this, if you go into the Word, which is one of the sources that is operating your earth suit, you're only two sources that's operating you right now. Satan's lies or God's word. And if you haven't gone to his word, you I can guarantee you Satan's lies are doing a really good job on your life. So pick one. The Bible says, I put before you life and death. Choose life. So pick one. Two sources. You got you got two choices. Pick one. Some people have really picked the wrong choice and are sticking to it. That's what I want to believe, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Psalm 115, 12 through 14. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. 
He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. Well, that's in God's word. God wants to increase you more and more. But unfortunately, some people are increasing with the wrong thing because they believe they, they believe a certain way and they keep attracting the same thing in their life. Have you ever felt like you're on a merry-go-round and you just keep coming up to the same situation or the same problem in your life? That's because you're the one bringing you there. We must change what we are thinking, saying, and believing. So let's read more. God wants to bless you. Genesis 1.28, Then God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Multiply means increase, by the way. Be fruitful and increase. Fill the earth, subdue it, take it over, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. God would not have said that if he didn't put the ability and the equipment inside of you to do it. Inside of each one of us is God-given equipment. You have the equipment to do this. I'm going to read it again. He blessed them. He blessed them. The first thing they heard was, you're blessed. And God said to them, be fruitful, increase, multiply. I like multiply better than addition because, boom, it, it gets there faster, right? Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion. Take over. Bring the Garden of Eden all over the earth. Over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. God's will. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Be blessed. Psalm 67, 5 and 7. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Why will they fear him? Different word. Respect him. Why? Because we're blessed. We're blessed. If we, One of the secrets is praising the Lord, praising God, thanking him that he gave us this equipment to be blessed by that it will automatically cause blessing. It's an automatic system, just like your phone. You don't think about it every day. You open it up, somebody calls you, you answer it, you talk. You text, you take pictures, you send them. You connect to all these frequencies, Facebook and, and, and all of them, Twitter, whatever, Instagram. Man, you're all over. And you're doing it in a spirit world, a frequency world, one you cannot see, but yet you know it exists. And you have the equipment in you to attract anything in your life. And you're, you sit, we sit there and we go, why do I have what I don't want? Well, I'm telling you why. It's what 
your mind, drops into your heart, and it's automatic from that point on. Once you, once you have something in your heart that you believe, it's a done deal. Now, what you got to do and what we got to do is get it into our heart, the right stuff. The tree of life, not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Stop eating the fruit. All right. Genesis 14, 18 and 20. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. We're blessed. What part of the blessing don't we get? We're blessed. Oh, there's a curse. We'll get to that. But you're blessed, especially if you're still listening to me. Because you wouldn't listen if the Word of God didn't convict you to listen. You're blessed. you got to learn that you're blessed. In order to get into the kingdom, operating the kingdom of God on earth, that's what we're called to do. We're taught that we don't get into the kingdom till we die. That's religious talk. Thy will be done, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven now. When you get to the end, when you get to heaven, you don't need to bring it to earth. You're already, but now you do. You're supposed to be living like you're already in heaven. And Jesus made that possible. When you accepted Jesus, you were born again. The new you. You're not going to die. You became immortal with him. It's a whole nother talk for another day. But you and I have, he tasted death, so you don't have to. You will not taste death. Oh, you'll leave your earth suit. It will drop. Boom. But you won't taste death. It'll be, wow, what just happened? I feel great. And you will leave behind something that was a filter, the earth suit, in this earth that caused you to see only in the earth realm. Jesus saw in both realms. He lived in the realm of heaven. He was there before. He was there before earth was created. So he was able to operate in that realm and in the earth realm. You can't operate in the earth realm without an earth suit. So he had both. But he was able to transition back and forth. If he needed something from the heaven realm, he just brought it in. And that's what we're supposed to do. And he's telling us how to do it. He spent his time telling us stories that at some point we'll wake up and understand we can do exactly what Jesus said we could do. And that's where we're living right now. We are in a time like no other time. But we are to be blessed. We have to renew our minds with the fact that God wants you blessed and more blessed. And get that equipment doing what he made it to do, which was to bless you. God made the subconscious. He made the heart. He made the mind so that you could be blessed. <coughs> Satan stole it. And he put fear in there so you could not be blessed. And if you let fear and you take your tree of knowledge, keep eating from that tree... You are choosing death. That's what it is. Before I put before you life and death. Choose life. Okay. Genesis 26, 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Okay. The Lord blessed him. 
The equipment was in him. God told him what to do. He did it. And God blessed him. God will tell you what to do, and he wants to bless you. Will you receive the blessing? Or you must, or will you insist that you must still be cursed? There are those who do that. 2 Kings 4, verse 1 through 7. This is Elijah and the widow's oil. Remember that story? <clears throat> A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elijah, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming. Oh, yeah. He died. Now I'm in trouble to take away my two sons as his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for her? What shall I do for you? That's what he said to her. And tell me, what do you have in the house? He's looking for something to work with. Will you give God something to work with? What do you have in your head? Give God something to work with. And so she said, that he's, um, What shall I do for you? So, and she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. <coughs> but it was very expensive oil, the kind of oil that is very expensive. Then he said, go, okay, go, borrow vessels, pots, pans, containers from everywhere, from all your neighbors. Go get as many as you can. Empty the vessels and don't get just a few. I mean, get a lot of vessels. Now, he knew that he had something to work with. He had that oil, right? He was listening to God, and now she was doing the same thing. And when you come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into, then pour the oil into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So, she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her. And she poured out her jar of oil <coughs> into all these containers. She poured it out. Now it came to pass that when the vessels were full, that she had said to her son, bring me another vessel. And she said, and he said to her, there is not another vessel. They used them all up. They filled up so many vessels with that expensive oil, it was unbelievable to them as well. <clears throat> there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased to be in the container that was pouring it. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. That was a lot of money and a lot of oil. God blessed her. She was a widow who was a believer. She went to the prophet who went to God. He instructed him to tell her what to do, and the oil magically, from the quantum world, interestingly, her heart obeyed, and it filled up all these containers of oil. How would it be today if God said to you, I'm going to put gold, here's a, go, take your container of gold, take this container, and keep placing it in this container, and, that can, and it multiplied all your gold. The same thing. God blessed it. How could that happen? How could it happen? Oh, Art, that's a story in the Bible. Yep. It's a story in the tree of life. It's a story in the Word that God is trying to get through to you and I how we can be blessed. 
we have to imagine that there is a that all this is working in our favor, not in our against us. If you don't have enough to pay for gas, to pay for the house, to pay your bills, it's time to put in the word of God so that the word changes your heart and your heart communicating with the quantum world through the subconscious is going to change the outcome of your life. God wants to bless you. Will you stop believing he doesn't? Or will you stop hiding from God? Stop fearing the worst and start believing the best. How do I do that? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You, there's two sources, God's word, Satan's lies. Which one are you putting in? Who are you listening to? Proverbs 4.20 and 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. How much plainer does it have to be made? Stop. Think. Meditate. Sila. Stop and think about it. Meditate on this. Life to those who find it and health to all their flesh. Do you want your flesh to be healthy? Do you want life? Do you want abundance? Jesus came that you could have life and have it more abundantly. Do you know that? Or do you think not? Are you someone that's still carrying that guilt and shame of something you did years ago and you cannot allow yourself the honor of living a peaceful life the peace that surpasses all understanding. Mark 11, 12 and 14, Jesus is talking. Well, um, actually, I'm going to read, I think I, this is the one where he spoke to the fig tree. And I want to just, without going through the whole thing, what I'd like to do is just tell you, remind you of the story. The story is, you know, that Jesus was hungry. They're, all, they're walking on a path, and this fig tree has leaves, and, and leaves usually mean fruit. So he says, I'm hungry. Let's go head for that tree. It'll feed us. So he heads for the tree, and he gets there. There's no fruit on the tree. So the tree was actually lying to him. And so he speaks to the tree and says, you know, no man will eat fruit from you again ever. And then this scripture here, Mark 11, 12 through 14, is the next day when they're coming through. The next day, 24 hours later, <coughs> when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry. Oh, I, I read that part. And But in the, it, they came through, it was all dried up. It was dried up. On the morning as they passed, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed withered away. Now, how did that happen? Okay. Mouth. Our mouth speaks. What our mouth speaks, it contains words. It, words that go in and filter through our conscious, drop into our heart, especially when you know how it works, when you know that you know that you know. It goes fast, and when you speak the word, 
it goes into your heart and immediately in the quantum world, it went right, and the quantum world deals with the roots of the problem. Goes right to the root of it, at the very small cellular root, the mustard seed cell, and killed the tree. That's how it works. So when he spoke to the tree, words that went through him that he believed would happen, he knew it would happen, happened. And the tree dried up from the root because the quantum world is connected to everything in this earth. The quantum world, the invisible world, the frequency world, the world is con it's all connected. So when you speak to a tree, or you speak to a car, or you speak to any inanimate object, it's vibrating at a frequency. Do you understand a chair that I'm sitting in has atoms that are all vibrating at a frequency, and it holds me up in a chair because they are intelligently sticking together, causing it to be a chair? I can speak to this chair if I want to. <clears throat> I can speak... You can speak to any object that's vibrating, and everything is vibrating. You're vibrating. If you're depressed, you're vibrating at a low frequency. If you are broke, busted, feeling lousy, upset, you're vibrating at a frequency, and you are attracting from the quantum world more of that frequency. But if you're praising God, and you're speaking God's word, and you're praising Him, and praising Him, and thanking Him, your frequency has changed. And what's in your heart and in that mechanism that's bringing the quantum world to be in your life, it's transformed constantly. That's what Satan was always after. He, he don't care about you. He wants the equipment that you're carrying around. That's how he can create things. He needs people with their equipment. That's right. He needs people with their equipment. So what do we do? What we do is we receive the word. We speak the word. The sower, Mark 4.11, the sower sows the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So when you sow God's word, you speak it, you hear it, you process it in your mind, you take it and believe it in your imagination, it drops into your heart, the heart gives the command, the, sub, the equipment that God put there to create just brings it to pass. Everything in your life has gotten to you that way, whether you know it or not, whether you accept it or not, don't really care. You can tell me there's no processor in your cell phone. You can tell me there's no hard drive in your cell phone. You can tell me there's no operating system in your cell phone. And I'll just say to you, how dumb can you be? Just pick up a piece of plastic and call it a cell phone and see if it works. No. It needs equipment. It needs a frequency. It needs to connect. And so do you. And you need to wreck, wake up and realize you are in the image and likeness of God. You are made just like Him. Take God's Word. Transform how you think. Imagine the best, and then let it drop into your heart. And now you can sleep night and day. You don't know how. No. God set it up that way. You don't have to think about how this is going to happen. All you have to do is know that God's Word never returns void. That's how God can say that. Because he knows if you take his word, speak it out of your mouth, 
goes into your mind and you believe it and take it as truth and imagine it to be true, it drops into your heart and the equipment takes over from there. God's word never, ever returns void. And actually, he has angels to see to it that it's speeded up in the quantum world when you take his word. He wants to bless you. God wants to bless us. What do you think? Who do you think you are? Do you think you're worthy? Do you think you're not worthy? Do you think God wants to bless you? Or are you going to hold out? <coughs> hold out because you're getting still good information from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He also says it's impossible to please him without faith. Hebrews 11.6 Without faith, <clears throat> it is impossible to please him. Why is that? Because he knows the mechanisms he put in you are going to bring you what you believe. And if it's fear, it's getting you what God doesn't want you to get. He doesn't want you cursed. He wants you blessed. You can't please him because you don't put in the knowledge of knowing that faith will bring you good things. Therefore, it's not pleasing to God to see you suffer or hurt or in pain or broke. That is not pleasing God. You cannot please God apart from faith. The opposite of faith is fear. If you fear what you fear, Job said, came upon you, came upon him, and will come upon you. It's fear or faith. It's blessing or cursing. It's God's word or Satan's lies, tree of knowledge of good and evil. Which will it be? I put before you life and death. Choose life, therefore, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That you can have a good life and live it to the fullest. I hope somebody got something out of this. This is how it works. I'm so grateful every day to wake up and know that the Lord keeps showing me how he built this wonderful kingdom. And that's why he told us to pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And get that planted in your head and in your heart and let the equipment do the rest. Have a great week. We're out of time on this program. It's all about being in, all in with the Lord, allowing God to bless us. Will you let God bless you and tell other people you're blessed. Pray for them. Bless them. And we'll see you next week on All In. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time.